Isaiah chapter 10. I'm going to continue on this morning. Isaiah chapter 10. What verse? 27, right? Hallelujah. How many of you have gained a, 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 a little better understanding of the anointing of God upon your life? You know, the Bible says that when the Son of, uh, of, of, of God is lifted up, he will draw all men unto himself. It's the anointing that draws people. The anointing draws what needs to be drawn in your life. And then also the anointing breaks off what needs to be broken off in your life. It works both ways. Amen. And in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, it says, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. I want you to say because of the anointing. And then I could, I, I shared those scriptures with you in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, right? Um, uh, what was it? Verse what? 120? 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. Go ahead and put it up there just for the sake of reading. The word? Is that thunder? No? Oh, okay. And it's uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Second Corinthians, okay, help me out here, first Corinthians. Glory to God, hallelujah. Is that it? And it shall come, oh. Did, second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. It says, for all, let's go ahead and put it in the Amplified. For as many, verse 20, for as many as are the promises of God in Christ, in who? They are all answered, yes. So you don't have to wonder if God has something in his word. He says, yes. So through him, we say amen. God says yes, and we in return say amen. And so, to the glory of God. Verse 21, now it is God who establishes and confirms us in joint fellowship with you in Christ. And who has anointed us. It's the Father that has anointed us. Through Christ Jesus, which is empowering us with the gifts of the Spirit. So God has anointed us by the Spirit of God. Jesus Christ is the anointed one and his anointing. And when he comes and lives on the inside, we are born of that Spirit. 
And the Bible says that he anoints us. And so then we read in 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. I want you to say, I am anointed. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. But you have an anointing. He's talking to you. He's talking to the believer. You have an anointing from the Holy One. And you know all things. Why is that? Because the anointing result of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Amen. And he's saying you have an anointing of the Holy One, of the Holy Spirit, and you know all things. You know, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will come. He said it is expedient for me to leave uh, because if I do, I can send the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, and he will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will comfort you. He will counsel you. He will help you. Amen. When we get born again, we receive a regeneration of the spirit. So we do have the Holy Spirit. And then, then there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That just takes you to another level. Amen. And so, so he says, but you have an anointing. Of the Holy One and you know all things. That means that you have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will show you things. The Holy Spirit will reveal things to you. The Holy Spirit will take the written word and make it the living word in you. The Holy Spirit is the revealer. He is the one that gives you revelation. He is the one that turns the light on on the scripture to where you're not only hear it by the hearing of the ear, you, it, it, he unfolds it unto you. In the same way that Jesus said, who do they say that I am? Well, they're saying you're the prophet Elijah. They're saying you're this. You're saying that. And then he wanted to know, okay, well, who do you say that I am? And then who spoke up? Peter. He said, you are the son of the living God. Well, he, Jesus said, flesh did not reveal this to you. He said, man did not reveal this to you. This, this was revealed to you directly from the Father. And he said, and, and, and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. You know, it's upon, you know how Jesus built his church? By the Holy Spirit. Because he, Jesus doesn't just like is building his church on his own. He's building it through the revelation. Through the revelation, my disciple, and continue in my word, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You see, you can be in church, you can uh, uh, read the word. But if it's, it's going to be by the revelation that can only be given to you by the spirit of God that you are going to be made free. Because it says the truth shall make you free. Only the truth that is revealed to you. Because people can know the word a lot. But if it's not a revelation to them. If it doesn't become a reality in them by the Spirit of God, then it doesn't bring transformation. The only word that brings transformation in your life is the living word. 
the word that has become a reality to you. And, and so you, you might say, well, then should I just like, uh, um, you know, not read the word? No, you should read the word. You should continue in the word. And something might not become a reality to you all of a sudden, but that's why Jesus said continue. And as you continue, the more you do, the more freedom and liberty is going to come to you. And then that, that's how Jesus can continue to build your life. That results out of the revelation of the word of God. That's why he said, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. That means you don't have to be confused. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to be caught off guard. You have the anointing of the Holy Ghost and you know all things. That's why in verse 20, in 1 John chapter 2 verse 20, Oh, 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 okay, never mind. It, it's in the Amplified. Look at the Amplified translation. Let's see. <laughs> the Amplified translation. Look, look, look how the, the, the King James just says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Well, look at the Amplified. That's why it's good to study the word in different translations because it amplifies it. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted. And prepared by the Holy Spirit. Prepared by the Holy Spirit. Because he's, he helps you. He strengthens you. He prepares you. You're being prepared right now. Every time you spend time in the word, you're being prepared. He's preparing you. He's going to show you things. He's going to speak to you. He's going to lead you and guide you into all truth. No matter what takes place. Hallelujah. I mean, look at that. You have been set apart. So stop trying to fit in. You're going to get more uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. It's a great thing. Amen. You've been set apart, specially gifted. But I don't feel gifted. Can I tell you something? You're feeling those subject matters. You don't feel like waking up every day. But you got to know that even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. Yeah. You might not see it. You might not feel it. But as long as you know the truth, the truth stands firm. Amen. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall remain forever. The flowers withers, the grass fades, or I said it backward, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Amen. You are anointed, but I don't feel anointed. Sometimes I don't feel anointed either. But it has nothing to do with how I feel. It's that I know. It's what I know. It's what you know. Amen. And as long as you know, the anointing is always going to kick in. The anointing is always going to kick in. I remember Lisa Osteen used to say, man, I, I, I will be so terrified to minister. She said, I will be so terrified to minister because I didn't feel the anointing. And I wanted to feel the anointing before I got the mic. And she said, and the Lord taught me. The Holy Spirit helped me. She said, I, I, was, I was in error. She said, I was waiting to feel something. She said, and sometimes we're not going to feel nothing. But the moment she said, I will grab the mic, the anointing will kick in. 
the, the, the moment you step into it, no matter how you feel, boom. I don't feel anointed like winning souls. I don't, just don't even feel. The moment you open your mouth, the anointing. The moment you step in, you, the moment you take steps forward, the anointing is going to be there to help you. Amen. We, we don't rely on our, own, on our own. We need, that's why God has anointed us. Each and every one of us. We have uh, the anointing of the Holy One. And the Bible says that we have been set apart, specially gifted, and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because he teaches us, illuminates our minds, and guards us from error. Guards us. How wonderful God is that he takes, if we can just tap into it, and if we can just every day provoke, you know what happens whenever you open your mouth, when you, when you see the truth of the word of God, and, and the way that you put it on is by declaring it, is by confessing it. No matter how you feel, no matter what is happening in your life, you can go about it saying, the Holy One lives on the inside of me. I am anointed. I am set apart. I, I, am, I am gifted. I am peculiar. And I walk with the favor of God. I know all things. He leads me and guides me into all truth. He illuminates my mind and he guards me from error. How can we go wrong? It's by the anointing. Hallelujah. But I thought the anointing was just for ministers. It's for every believer. It's for every believer. Say, I am anointed. Say, I'm his special gift. I'm prepared by the Holy Spirit. And I know all truth. Because he teaches me. He illuminates my mind and guards me from error. You ought to take this scripture and just put. Let it be your prayer, personal declaration for your life. And you're going to watch and see that your day is going to turn out a little better. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? I love some of the youth that came up to me and, and were sharing with me um, uh, uh, just what the Lord is, 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 is. You know, they received the word. You know, they received the word. And it's amazing what God is doing. And it's by the anointing that they too are going to step into everything that God has for them. And you know the desire that they have, the gifts and the talents that they have. And I was talking to some of them and I was saying, look, I said, don't let nothing limit you because we have a lot of talented youth. We have a lot of talented young kids. And, and, and I was talking to some of them and I was saying, you know, don't ever let anything hinder you. Or stop you from exercising your gift or developing your gift. You know, a lot of times, even as, 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 as you know, youth or, or, or smaller, you, you, you limit yourself. Because in your mind, you think, I know, what, I know what God has put in me. Because even young people, they hear from the Lord. They receive the word of God. God begins to speak to them. You know, and they, and they, and I said, don't ever let the limitations of life or family uh, 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 limit you from uh, developing yourself in what God has placed in you. And, and I was just encouraging them and, and stirring, provoking, 
that the gift that I see that they have in them, even at a young age, you know, I made that mistake because, and in, in I didn't know any better, but y'all are in a place that you do know better because you come to a good church. You have good parents. I had good parents, but I, I was just in my own thought. I, I didn't know what I know now, you know, and so I used to think, I used to have a desire. I used to know what I wanted to be, but I used to think, well, how am I going to do this? And then because you see impossibilities, you, you, you throw everything out the window. And, and, and you never, I've never, I, I couldn't know, not even how to develop my faith for those things that I knew that God was putting on the inside of me. But I see, I see them, you know, even at a young age, uh, developing the gifts that God has for them. And it's important for them to understand that even at a young age, it's going to be by the anointing of God. It's going to be by the help of the Holy Spirit that they're going to be able to continue to develop the gifts, the talents that God has placed in them for their generation and for such a time as this. Can you say amen? I mean, I know I'm talking to the, the, the parents that you, you know, you see your children at a young age. And that's why I, I, I think it's, I believe it's so important, you know, to, to, to see that and to know that God is positioning everyone for what God for what God is doing this year even the young even the young and you know what I do believe that God is bringing them out to new levels in their passion for God in their relationship for God that they're developing such a passion such a heart for the things of God and God is going to use them mightily this year to go out and reach the harvest of souls you know and some of the some of the, the some of the the, the youth that you think we're shy, they ain't going to be shy no more. Amen. They're not going to be shy no more. They're going to open their mouth and they're going to be passionate about it. They already are. It's like you take them soul winning and they're like bullets. And they come back like the 70, rejoicing. I mean, y'all heard Soraya, you know, and, and, and everyone else that went out soul winning. And I believe that God is looking upon them. God is helping them. God is going to give them favor. And even some of the parents are going to be shocked. And it's not going to be a bad thing. It's going to be a good thing. But we need to help them. Amen. And it's by the anointing. Say by the anointing. And so this is a, this is a, a wonderful scripture. But you have an anointing of the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because... He teaches us, illuminates our minds, and guards us from error. Hallelujah. Um, okay, so I'm going to continue on what I was sharing with you this morning. And I believe that only touched on two. Why do I need the unction? Why do I need the power? Why do I need the anointed? What does it do for me? I read to you or shared with you uh, number one. Is, is for, uh, it, it's the anointing is, is necessary to bring progress in your life, to bring acceleration, to be able to step into the things that God has called you to at every level. Back then, we, uh, I shared with you that God would only anoint the prophets, the kings, and the priests, but in, 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 in this new covenant that we are in, the anointing comes upon the believer. 
Amen. Because of the spirit of, of God on the inside of us. And so the anointing, the Holy Spirit will cause acceleration, progress. And you conquer every form of stagnation by the anointing. Can you say amen? And so when, what, what causes the anointing upon your life other than the new birth? Because the anointing can increase in your life. And, it, and, and it, it happens through your hunger and your passion for the Lord. Amen. The Bible says, um, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yep. It is Hebrews 1.9. Did you say I was going there? Hebrews 1.9. It says, you have loved righteousness, anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. That's a key scripture right there. He was talking about Jesus and he's talking about you. Because you love righteousness. And we should love righteousness. What is righteousness? Right living. Because thou hast loved righteousness. Now, it's not just good enough to love righteousness. You got to hate wickedness. Are you with me? And hated lawlessness, injustice, and therefore, say therefore, God your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. Imagine that. Your relationship with God causes the increase of anointing upon your life. And the anointing of God is for progress, it's for acceleration. You think that you're going to be fully committed to the things of God and somebody that is not being loyal to the things of God, are you going to operate at the same level? No. Isn't that wonderful? That ought to make everyone be more passionate about God more than anything else. More hungry for the things of God more than anything else. And so... The unction, the anointing, is, brings acceleration, brings progress. You conquer stagnation by the unction. I read to you Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus Christ uh, of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went, who went. When he anointed him, he went. Amen. When you're anointed, you go. You don't stay. You go. You don't park. You go, you don't sit. That's why the Bible says run your race. And we only can run our race with the anointing. Well, what race am I in? The race you enlisted in when you gave your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. And we're, we got to run with the anointing. We got to run with the Holy Spirit. We got to run with the fire of God. Hallelujah. Even the Apostle Paul said, I don't have time to get caught up in civilian affairs. Lest I disappoint the one who enlisted me. Well, Jesus Christ enlisted him. Amen. I read to you in 1 Samuel chapter 10, when the prophet of uh, Samuel uh, anointed Saul. And then in, in verse 3, he told him, now go forward. The anointing is to go forward. The anointing is that if God has placed something in you, whether it be in business, whether it be in ministry, whether it be in whatever area of life, 
is, is, that, is that the anointing will cause you to go forward. The anointing will accelerate you. The anointing will do away with every form of hindrance or stagnation or anything that, 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 that hinders your progress. The anointing of God in your life will cause you to go forward. Say forward. I see you going forward by the anointing. In Jesus' name. That is why he keeps going forward. It's a perfect example because every time he positions himself in the anointing. And that anointing is on him. And every time he receives, that anointing is increasing more and more. And it's making him more stronger. And do you see that it's causing him to go forward? That's what the anointing does. And it's in your life. It's, ha it's, happened, it, it's happened to you and it's going to continue to happen to you. Because the anointing and the Holy Spirit in your life is always to go forward. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And number two, the unction, the anointing brings manifestation. It brings demonstration. The Bible says that the world is in earnest expectation to see the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. Sons and daughters of God are men and women that are spiritually maturing. They're, 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 up, they're, they're showing forth the, the glory of God. They're manifesting the goodness of God. They're bearing fruit. Hallelujah. They, they are becoming signs and wonders to their generation. They're manifesting sonship and the fruits of righteousness. They're not just saying, I go to church or I'm a Christian. They have fruit. People know that they are called by the name of the Lord and that people are in awe because they see. They see the fruit. They see the fruit of the tree. And in, 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 um, um, uh, uh, um, Psalm chapter 1, and we're called to manifest. We're called to manifest the goodness of God. What did we read in 1 Peter 2.9? Go ahead and put it up there. Again, just for the sake of reading the scripture. And I know it says you to go to Psalm 1, but we'll go there in a minute. 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. I think we're going to learn that song, I'm peculiar. You know it by, by Mr. Ingalls? We're, we're going to learn it, and that's going to be like our anthem song. Because the word of the Lord did come forth and say that, that God is going to make us a spectacle. And that's peculiar. Amen. So... I think we're going to learn that one. I was looking to the way up here, and I said, you know what? That needs to be our song for the year. And we need to sing it every Sunday before I come up and share it because it's, it's really good. Anybody knows it? They can sing it? Isaiah, you raise your hand? No? Jeremiah? But you do know Amazing Grace, brother, and you sing it very good. <laughs> Nobody knows Peculiar? Denise, do you know Peculiar? You can sing? Oh, okay. You know the word that came forth from Brother Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. was that God was going to do that. And we're going to see that this year with the worship, worshipers and people 
by the Spirit and by the anointing, they're going to learn instruments. They're going to learn. I was like, I received that anointing, Lord. I think I'm going to join Evangelist Teddy's piano thingy. Because I want to I learn an instrument. Amen. Anyways, that's a side note. And so, but we're seeing it happen. I mean, Elijah's playing the lute. You know? Um, she's in the, in the sound booth and all the, everyone at Picardo. They're doing the youth worship now. It's like they got a whole band. That's what they're going to have to pull y'all and y'all going to have to do a Sunday morning. That would be great. Wouldn't that be great? Can you sing, Mayra? <laughs> she says she can if y'all want to run out of here. <laughs> I pray my sister Narda gets, she's been believing for that gift for the longest. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. And it looks far from it, but anything is possible. <laughs> But she loves to worship the Lord. I love her heart of worship. She might not know the, the songs, but <laughs> the lyrics, but she'll make them up. She don't care. And she, she'll sing it like she knows the words, but the anointing will help her. Hallelujah. Her husband, Jerry's like, I'm about to kick this laptop. Don't be talking about my wife. Oh, oh yeah, I know. I know Jerry can sing. Help him, Lord. Let me know if you feel a, a hymn or a song or something. It's a lot of gifted people. Amen. And I believe that this year we're going to see that. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. That you, show, that you sh should show forth. You should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He called you so you can show forth to manifest his glory. The glory of God is the goodness of God. The goodness of God is seeing this manifested and produced in every area of your life. And that gives God honor and that gives God glory. He's more than, it's more than just the song. It's your life, it's the song that your life is producing. Not that your mouth is producing. It's the song unto the Lord that your life is producing. And, and, and people should look at us and know that we are set apart. That, and, and you know, that part is when God begins to do things for you that and I think like sometimes we, 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 uh, we do that and then we reach a, a, a level and, and we got to be careful because it's a good level. It's one that we've never reached before. But we got to be careful that we just keep it. And, and, and if we protect the anointing of God in our lives, the anointing of God will protect us. And we will continue to progress and move forward. I believe the Lord did something for my mother just recently. She has such a desire to do great things. And, I, and, I, and you know, right before service, we had a talk in the restroom. And I said, it's only going to be by the anointing. But I see it happening. I see, I, I see the outreach that is going to happen to this church in different creative ways like never before. 
And it's going to be a matter of all of us. Amen. We're crossing border lines. We're, uh, uh, doors are opening in the schools and the, and the neighborhoods. What an what a, what a, what a awesome thing that we can be a part of seeing souls one for the kingdom, bringing light to the ho- hope to the hopeless. Hallelujah. How many of you know that's the most rewarding thing? There's no satisfaction, I think, than leading somebody to Jesus. There, there's no greater feeling. If you've never led anybody to Jesus, do it. Do it. It's the, it's the word. It's the gospel. And if you don't know what to say, get a soul script and use the soul script. But that's just reading it. Here's the thing. You're reading the word, and the anointing is on the word. The word is like a lion. All you got to do is let it out of the cage. And the lion knows how to take care of itself. And just release the word out of your mouth. The anointing is on the word because Jesus Jesus and the word are one. And when you begin to release it, the Holy Spirit begins to bring the conviction. The Holy Spirit begins to transform the, the heart of every man and every woman. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, put it in the Amplified. I'm talking about. Uh, the unction, the anointing brings demonstration and manifestation. Remember John said, you're coming with, he told the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Kudicees, the Woodensees, you know, the religious leaders, you're coming, at, you're coming claiming you're this and that. He says, show me the fruit of your salvation. You claim to be sons of Abraham. I, God can make these rocks into sons. He says, where's your where is your fruit of your salvation? That it, the fruit of righteousness, the fruits of the spirit. Then what are what are we? Why would what, what, what? We're supposed to be producers, manifestors of the goodness of God, of the glory of God. What is this? So, First Peter two nine. But you are a chosen race. A chosen race. That's the race of God. There's only one race. I was talking to Miss Coran, and I love this place. You know why? Because it's just, it's, it's, it, we have, we have like, she's like, I have other Chinese people. I said, no. Um, we have a Korean. Where's Drew? She goes, oh, yeah, we see him. We see them. I said, well, he's taken, so back off. Not just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Janice is already like doing her hand like this. <laughs> and I said, we have another brother. He's not here tonight. But it's so awesome. That's the body of Christ. Amen. What's his name? I know his last name is Ken. Anthony. And then we have Vincent. Yeah. There's, there shouldn't be, there should have never been, there should never be. A black church, a Mexican church, a white church. That should that should that is not even godly. There's only one church, one body. And thank God we all look different. It will be boring if we all look the same. Thank God we're all not the same color. It will be boring. Everyone adds a little flavor. God is 
he's good. He's awesome, right? And look at around. Look around. You know, people notice that of this house. Miss Carolyn tells me all the time. She's probably watching. She's like, you know, you get a kick out of telling people. My, you should see my pastor. Because they don't know until she shows them a picture. They're, they think I'm going to be a certain color or whatever. And then they look at me and they're like, you speak Spanish? She said, what? She said she laughs every time. It, they're like, you speak Spanish? They always ask me too. So do you have English service? I'm like, I'm like going to. Don't be looking at my sisters cross-eyed. She's going to be watching. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just only kidding. Only kidding. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession. So that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful What's the acts and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light? Glory be to God. That's a lot, right? In Psalm 1, I don't know if we're going to get there yet. But we can take it slow, right? We have next Sunday. Probably repeat myself, but it'll be good because for some it will be seed, for you it will be water, and God will give it the increase. The more water, the quicker it'll be begin to spring up. Amen. And so in Psalm one, so what am I saying? The unction is for acceleration. The unction, the anointing is for progress. the The anointing is for uh, demonstrating, for manifesting, for you know, and so. In, in, in Psalm 1, the Bible says, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, say delight, his delight is in the law. Or you can say his delight is in the word of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. That means that you, you have, you're, you're passionate for the Lord, you have a delight for his word, everything that is of the Lord turns you on, hallelujah, everything that is of God draws you, and you know, it, it does, it does, that's why you're here tonight, that's why tomorrow you're going to want to hear something from the, the word of the Lord, that's why you're going to want to put a worship song, it's because you've tasted and seen that the Lord is good, and you take delight, it's not a, a burden, it's not a a, a, a hardship, it's a delight. You know, I was I was reading the Tehillim, and it's a it's the the Psalms in in, in in Hebrew. I think that's what it is. But it breaks down all the the Psalms, and in the Tehillim, that word delight, and even where it says, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart." You know, when you delight in the Lord, you're you're at a point in your life where it just you just. It's, a, it's, it's an honor and it's such a pleasure 
you to spend time with the Lord. And I'm talking about like quality time with God. And that word delight uh, in that Tehillim, it describes it. I, I shared this with you before. It's like a child that has that favorite blanket and, or that favorite toy that they, they just take delight in it. And wherever they go, they take it with them. Whatever, it's like they have to have that blanket. You know, some people think that it's like a, a security type of thing. But, but it, they just delight in that one thing. And, and, and that's how it is with, with God. When we delight, that's special. And, and I pray that, that you'll delight more and more in everything that has to do with the things of God, more than anything of this world. That you take delight in the presence of God. That you delight in the word of God. That you take delight in worshiping the Lord. That you take delight in winning souls. Delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. And he, listen to that, that person that has delight in the Lord. You know, if, if you feel like you, 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 you know, it's a, it's a, you know, you feel like, you know, if there, if, if, if you might not feel like I'm not, I'm not there yet. Like I'm not delighting. It's okay. Keep coming. Amen. Just keep coming. Just keep coming. If you feel like, you know, it's hard for me to come or it's hard for me to, to get in the word that much or, you know, people started that way. People started the way. But as they continued, it, it became a delight. And can I tell you something? Instead of saying it's hard, just don't say it's hard. Just say, thank you, Father, that you're my helper. Thank you, Lord, that you helped me, that you strengthened me, that you guided me, I that that. You know, you put in me that desire and then you strengthen me to do what I need to do. And as you do that, you're going to find yourself stronger and you're going to, you, it's, it's not going to be anymore like something that you have to do. Oh, I have to go to church. I have to get in my word. I have, you, you go from that to I take delight. I don't have to go to church. I get to go to church. I don't have to get in my word. I want to get in my word. I crave it more than my necessity food, Phil said. Hallelujah. And, and, and so you get to that point, but how do you get there? You just keep keep doing it. Keep doing it. Amen. And then, and then he says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You're, you're, you, when you are delighting in the Lord, when you're keeping the word before you, when you are obeying the word of God, when you are spending time in the presence of God, you know what is happening in your life? You're developing root. And, and, and here's the thing. When, when you can't see the root. So don't get moved. The root system is downward. In a place that you can't see it. But you know they're there. You know they're growing. And you know that in order for you to develop good fruit. You're going to have to have a good root system. And, and being in the presence of God, delighting in the word of God, spending time with the Lord is developing you a healthy root system. Even when you don't see it working, even when you don't feel it's working, just know that every time you take a step forward for the things of God, your root is getting deeper. Every time you're doing something for the kingdom of God, your root is getting deeper. Every time you're, 
you're, you're about your father's business, your root is getting deeper. And you might not see it. It might look like it's taking forever. But get ready because all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the fruit, the root goes downward. But the fruit begins to bear upwards. And that's what the Bible says. And you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Your leaves shall not wither, and whatever you do shall prosper. Whatever you do. So it's in the doing. Many people want their hands to prosper. But God never says that he'll prosper your hand. He says he will prosper the work of your hand. So whatever you set yourself to do, you have a guaranteed that you will succeed. You have a guaranteed that it's going to be prosperous. No matter the economy, no matter who's in the same field, no matter who's doing the same thing that you're doing, God will bless the work of your hand and will cause you to stand out above everyone else that is doing the same thing as you. They might be the same, doing the same thing you're doing, but is their root system developing in the God? God loves his children, and he wants to do it for everybody, but not everybody wants it from him. Because they want to do things their way. They want to, you know. And you can do things. Many are the plans of man, but only the Lord gives them strength. But God will, pro he wants to prosper you. What is it, Third John 2? Put it up there. It's God's will for you to prosper. It's God's will for you to produce. It's God's will for you to manifest. Third John 2. And you got to believe that. plus one is two. Is there, oh, maybe it's third John one, two. No, it's third John, it's third John two. Yeah. Don't mess with my emotions. Right there. Third John one, two. That's what I said all the, the time. <laughs> Beloved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. It's really hot in here. Is the AC on? It is? Are y'all hot or is it just me? I wear the wrong sweater. What, what was I thinking wearing this thing right here? I had it in my closet way in the back and I'm like, I pulled it out. I'm like, baby, you're okay. It's faded and everything. anointing <laughs> oh wow God whatsoever he shall do shall prosper let, let's go let me just let me just go to one more is that okay one more hallelujah so Noah 
anointing is called to manifest. You're called to progress. You're called to move forward. You're called to show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. This is for everybody. But Pastor Sandy, I never done anything. I'm going to show you how the anointing will help you with the abilities that are in you that you never thought you would have. So number three, the anointing you are released by the anointing. There are things in you you don't even know you have. Some of you have already witnessed that. Some of you thought, I, I never imagined I could go and talk to people about Jesus. I never imagined I can start my own business. I never imagined I can do this or do that. You didn't do it by your own power, by your own might. You did it by the anointing. God began to show you that you could do it. And you did. And it was by the anointing because it had it not been the anointing, you would have never stepped into those things. You would have never stepped into those things. And you do it by the anointing, by the Holy Spirit. The things God put in you are released by the anointing. The graces you carry come out with the anointing. And they begin to work in your life. Can you say amen? And so it, 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 um, it, it's for acceleration, it's for manifestation, and for the realization of potentials. Hallelujah. When we look at the life of Saul in, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 10, if you can just briefly look there, and I'm going to just say this last one, and I'm going to leave you there. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, who's got something so far? Amen. Who knows they're anointed? Who knows that they're going to continue to progress? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Who's going to manifest the goodness of God? Glory to God. And so in, 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 the, in the Bible, in, in 1 Samuel, we read how Samuel anointed uh, uh, Saul, right? And, and what we can read in Psalm, I mean in, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 10, uh, uh, I think it's verse 10, where it says that, um, yeah, right here, it says that, that, and when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. Saul never knew he had a prophetic potential until the prophet Samuel anointed him and poured oil on him. And then he came to the company of the prophets and began to do something he never imagined he would do. That's what the anointing does in your life. It's not saying that you're going to do the same thing, but there's potentials on the inside of you that are going to be released because of the anointing in your life. He never imagined. And then, and then, if, if we read on, it says, and it came to pass when, when all that knew him before time, look at this. And it came to pass when all that knew him before time saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, what is this that has come unto the son of Kish? What is this that has come unto the son of Kish? 
is Saul also among the prophets? In other words, isn't that this is Kish's son? What's going on with him? He's not a prophet. Why is he doing something that he's never done? And that the anointing, and, and, and the anointing will transform you into another man, into another woman. It did to it did to to Saul. He, he, he came amongst the prophets after the anointing came upon him and he began to prophesy. And people looked at him and said, isn't this the son of Kish? He's not supposed to be doing that. They're going to look at you and, and wonder. And that is what your life as a believer should do for you. It, people should look at you and wonder. How can somebody that is just that person... That's what they think about you. How can somebody that is the son of this person or this person we knew is doing the things that they're doing? And then they won't tell you, but they're wondering. But that's what Isaiah said, that God's sons and daughters are for a sign and a wonder. And if you don't understand that God has anointed you, to progress, to accelerate your life, to remove every yoke of stagnation in your life, to manifest your sonship, to pull out abilities that are in you that keep put in there that you don't even know that are there. So that the Bible says that people will know that we are called by the name of the Lord and they will be in awe. For a while we followed signs and wonders. But I believe that the body of Christ is in a place that are realizing that they're not going to go follow signs and wonders. Signs and wonders are going to follow you because of the anointing that is in your life. Can you say amen? Because of the anointing, not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of God, you shall move forward. You shall fulfill the call of God in your life. You shall allow God to take you into high places, manifest sonship for the glory of God. For the glory of God. Look at the life of Gideon. Okay, no, don't look at Gideon yet. We're still with Saul. Before that, before Samuel anointed Saul, I want you to see something. Holy Spirit. I need you to see this. And y'all can be seated. You can only do what you're scripted with. 
Samuel 9 in verse, okay, let's start at 20. But this is when, uh, you know, verse 16, 9, 16, we read where Saul was going to anoint him, and then he was talking to him, la da 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 And then verse 21, 9, 21 of 1 Samuel says, and Saul answered and said, wait, wait, okay, so then verse 19. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place, for you shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let you go, and will tell you all that is in thine heart. Because remember, the Lord had told Samuel to anoint Saul, that he had chosen him. And then in verse 20, and as for thine asses that were lost three days ago, set not thy mind on them. For they are found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on thee and on all thy father's house? And in verse 21 it says, And Saul answered and said, This is what Saul said after Samuel spoke to him. Am not I a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Wherefore, then speakest thou so to me. See, Saul even thought, my fam isn't my family like the least of them? Isn't my family basically, basically like, why us? But isn't it wonderful that when God chooses someone, he chooses them and he qualifies them. And Samuel took Saul and his servants, and brought them into the parlor, and made them sit in the cheapest place among them that were bidden, which were about 30 persons. Okay, so then I wanted you to see that, that, that Saul asked, but we're just of this tribe. My family is the least of the families. How is it that God said this about me? Look at the life of Gideon. Gide when God chose Gideon, it's the same thing. When God approached Gideon, he said, mighty man of valor. And then Gideon said, but I am the least of my brothers. But God doesn't see you where you're at. And when God calls you, he anoints you. And when he anoints you, he empowers you to do what he called you to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You might think, why me? Because God looked on you. Each and every one of you should feel like that because I already read to you that the Bible says that you have been chosen. And with being chosen, you have been anointed. Amen. And there will be potentials that are going to be released out of you by the anointing. This is going to be a year. Let me tell you, this is going to be a year that you're going to, you, you've done great things. You've achieved great things. Already things that you never thought you would accomplish. But don't part because by the anointing of God on your life that results out of your relationship with God, God is going to take you to, he's, he's going to, you're going to, he's, you're going to be stretched to reach what you never imagined. You, some of you are already amazed 
Some of you are already amazed that you, you are where you're at. But God is such a good, good father that he just wants to take your amazement to another new level. Because see, what he does in you brings hope to somebody else. And God is always looking for someone that will yield to him and obey him to show forth his goodness so that he can be glorified and others can see that if God did it for you, God can do it for them. How many of you say, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to tell the Lord, stop looking. You found somebody here. But you, one thing I do have to tell you is you do have to work. Because people think it's only going to land on them. If God shows you something, begin to make plans towards those things. Begin to, by the wisdom of God, begin to develop those things on the inside. It doesn't stop as God showing you something. He's not going to come and pick your hands up and your feet. The faith that you have, that you know that it is God, is going to cause your feet to move. And as you move, he moves with you. And the anointing of God is upon you. And he'll cause the work of your hand to prosper. Did you, did you take a growth class? Did you take an increase, uh, 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 go to a, a, a workshop? And, and he just didn't say that about this ministry. He said that about the families of this house. <laughs> and I, you don't know how I took that to heart. How many of you did the same? You ought to go back and listen to that word because it had to do with all of you. And it's going to be by the anointing. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Some are going to be doing things that are going to shock other people for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You know, it's all in line. I've, I've sat with a couple of people since the beginning of the year, and they've shared their, 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 the, the, the vision. They've shared what God has put in them. And, you know, everything that has been shared, it, it's beautiful to know that the heart is right. The heart is right, the purpose is right, and the reason for, for that big thing that is about to come their way is going to manifest. It's important that the heart is right, the, 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 the reason for it is right, and, 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 and it's for the glory of God and for kingdom expansion. So until the prophet Samuel poured oil on him, and then he came to the company of the prophets, and began to prophesy. There are things in you. Say there are things in me. There are things in you. You don't know at all. That will be manifesting in your life. By the anointing. I declare that over your life in Jesus name. 2024. Those things will begin to manifest. Hallelujah. Come on just lift up your hands and thank the Lord. Just lift up your hands and thank the Lord. I think I'm going to stop right here. I only gave you an extra one, but Sunday I'll give you more. Just thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for the anointing. Thank you that the anointing, Father, that you placed upon our lives, Father, is for acceleration. It's for progress. Thank you, Father, that you have anointed each and every one of us to go, to do, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you that as you... As, as, as Saul went forward, after the anointing came upon him, may everyone sitting under the sound of my voice, Father, by your anointing, 
will go forward only and never backwards. Upward only and never downwards, Father. Thank you that they would put their hand to the plow and not look back. Hallelujah. Thank you that they will put their hand, they have their hand in the plow and they will never look back. Thank you that they are fit for your kingdom, Lord. You have chosen them. You have called them. You have anointing them. May they go forward only in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for your anointing, Father, that will manifest the fruit of righteousness upon their lives. That this is a year, Father, that they will bear the most fruit they ever have in you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, that you will, they will be those trees that have developed deep roots by the, by the, 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 the water, the, the water of the spirit, Father. And, the, and they, the, their leaves will not wither. And, and they will not be afraid of the heat that comes, Father. But their leaves shall stay green. And they shall bear fruit in every season for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, by your anointing, they will never have a dry season in 2024. By your anointing, Father, they will never, even in slow season, they're still having great seasons. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you that in every season of 2024, they will prosper. They will prosper. When no one else, they will prosper. And people will be amazed and people will look at them. And people will wonder. And they will bear the testimony, Father, of your faithfulness. Of your faithfulness for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, come on, if you receive that, thank the Lord. Thank you, Father, that there are potentials. They're going to come out of your people, Father, by the anointing. Father, the, the, the potentials that are in them that they don't even know, Father. Oh, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to see, Father, them, themselves doing what they never even thought they could do. And they're going to know it's you that has empowered them. They're going to know that it is you, Father. I thank you that every youth that desires that, Father, that every, every, from the littlest child to every man, every woman, Father, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after you. Father, may they continue to increase in the anointing. May you continue to transfigurate them, Father, as they come into your presence, Father. May you alter, continue to alter their lives, Father. May, you, may your anointing take them from where you there are to where you would have them to be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we glorify your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name. If you receive that and believe that, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Come on, you can do better than that. If you see yourself in the anointing, accelerating, progressing, manifesting, and, and releasing potentials, I want you to give the Lord a mighty shout of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Let's have the worship team come up. God is good. Amen. 